Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning the third parak of Mishnah is Maestros. Parak Gimel, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalit. And we are learning Ilanish Mazo. Shell. Minasara Bas Simcha. Yesterday, really two days ago, we began the discussion that the Torah allows a worker who's harvesting the produce, a fruit, to eat a snack while he's eating, and he does not have to take up to Mishnah Maestros because the Torah gives him license to eat it. However, what about in the event that he does not have rights to eat from it based off the Torah, based off the Mishnayos in Bav in the seventh parak, but the owner grants him rights. So it depends. If he grants him rights just because he says, you know, I'm a nice guy, you can take, so then he does not have to remove Trumas and Maestros because these are a gift. But if it's not that he's a nice guy, but rather it was stipulated in the contract that the owner says, I'm going to provide Mizonos, I'm going to give you food, I'm going to give you lunch, so then that's part of the agreement. Once it's part of the agreement, he has to remove Trumas and Maestros because it's as if he's doing some sort of commerce some sort of exchange with these fruits. And our Mishnah and Gimel is just going to say the same way that it, that's the halach with figs, so too also, so is with olives as well. If it was all the whole agreement was and the condition I get to eat some olives, so then you have to take off Trimus and Maestros, but as we learned again in the previous Mishnah, Mishnah base, there's a way out, and that's you can eat one at a time and your potter, then once you combine them, you are chayev. And the same thing on a person hires someone to weed a patch of onions. If he says, on the condition I get to eat the green leaves that protrude from the onions, you may pull up one leaf at a time and eat them. Then once you add two together, that becomes a pile, and then you're chayev because it's a pile that you are doing you're doing business with because it's part of the contract. Mishnah Dal, it's fascinating. Mishnah, this comes up. Um, it's awesome, Mishnah. Ready for this? Okay. Matzah Katsios Baderach. A person is walking down the road and they find Katsios. What are Katsios? Katsios are figs that are being laid out to dry on the on the way. Now, just a quick shas, a quick shas. You did call Yosef an important point, and that is as follows. Just good to know. What are, why are Katsios called Katsios? Katsios comes from the word cut. Because the way you would dry, you dry a fig is you make a small incision at the top, which allows the juice to escape and run out, and then it dries out. Thus, katsios are always the figs that are being laid out to dry. Once they're fully dried, then they're called grogerises, which are dried figs. And you make cakes of grogerises. You press them together, and when you press them together, that's, the, that's officially the gemar malacha. That's when you sell them, that's when you can bring them to the store, and that's when the actual trumas and maestros obligation kicks in uh, because it's gemar malacha. So here's a guy walking down. He finds these cut figs on the road. Even they may be next to a uh, they may be next to a, a, a field full of full of Or a person is uh, sees these figs on uh, on under a fig tree. These fig branches hang over the road, and there's figs beneath it. Muteras Bisham Gez, a person's allowed to eat these things, it's not considered stealing, even though it clearly came from the field, but the owner of the field has given up hope. He's Miyayesh, and he's ever going to get them back. And the reason for that is because these things, the figs, this is all Gamar Babatsiya, by the way, that's the famous Machlokas of Rabbanbe and Abaya, but Yish, along with us, the figs are are not very strong. They are going to get trampled, and there's no way to identify where they came from, and therefore the owner, anything that falls in the field, the owner is immediately miyayish. He gives up hope about ever getting back, and therefore whoever finds them can get them. Upaturus ben Maestros, so too, they're also exempt from Maestros because they're Hefker. And as we learned way back when in the first Mishnah of this Mesechta, things that are ownerless, that are Hefker, are Pater from Shumas and Maestros. 
However, the law is going to be different when it comes to other sorts of produce. Olives and carobs, one is, they're not considered onerless, and they're subject to mice. And the reason they're not onerless is because they're much tougher, so even if a person walks on them, they won't necessarily get trampled. And then you can identify, again, each olive, the trees look different, and you can each tree has a slightly different tinge, tint, and the, the color, and the owner can say those are mine. Okay. Motza grogos. What if someone finds dried figs? It's not, and it's not clear if these dried figs were officially pressed into a barrel, thus kicking in the obligation to take off trumas and meisters, or they never were. How do you determine? Again, do you, you find these figs in the road. They're hefker, but the thing with hefker is uh, that hefker only releases the meister obligation if it was made ownerless prior to it being uh, completed. Uh, fully processed, but once it's fully processed, even if one's mafker it, it's still one has an obligation to take off trumas and meisters. So here you find these cakes of, you find these pressed dried figs. Sorry, excuse me, excuse me, dried figs. You're not sure were they pressed or not, and thus the obligation kicked in, or or were they never pressed, and therefore there's no obligation. You can eat it. In Darusurop in the Adam Chayef, if you're in a place where most of the city, again, everyone was harvesting, harvested pretty much the same time because that's based off the uh, the year and the sun and the and the and the rain and the rainy season. And if at this point, at this point, most of the city has not only harvested their figs but also squashed them and made the uh, the cakes of figs, then you're obligated to take off the shemitah from lot potter. If not, then you can assume they they never were had gemar malacha and you're not obligated. Matzeh placha debela. If you find pieces of cut up. Figs, chayev, then you're obligated to separate and meisters. Should do a shame and do gum work because then you know they came from something that's totally, totally processed against the cake of figs. The charuv matchlog kanons and la And if you have these carobs before a person gathers them in a pile on top of his roof, as they take all the carobs, lay them out on the roof to dry out, and you haven't made a, assembled a, a, the pile yet. Once you assemble the pile, now it's gemar malacha. So as so long as they're still drying, more level of behemoth, you can bring them down to your animal, and you're not obligated to separate trimmers and meisters. Again, the uh, animals can eat even after humans cannot eat. And why can you do so? Because you're going to return the leftover carobs to your roof, so therefore we look at the couple that you took off to bring to your animal, even or the pile you took off to bring to your animal, we don't look at that as gemar malacha, but rather we say we look at this little pile you brought for your animal as part of the greater hole on your roof, and since the ones in your roof are not, there's no obligation to trimmers and meisters yet, so to the ones below, there's no obligation to trimmers and meisters yet, because you're going to, you're going to bring the, le- the remainder of the leftovers up onto your roof and throw it into the larger pile when you're all done. I wish you all a wonderful day.